I am finally back after after two-ish months, I would say, but I'm back, and I am as ill-prepared as ever before. I was going to go on a hike today, but I'm kind of reluctant to do so because my door latch on my car broke for the second time after maybe about three years or so. So I got to get that fixed. Otherwise, otherwise, if I drive down the freeway, my back rear door will fly open and hit a stop sign or a passerby or something. I used a rope and actually did a pretty good job tying the knot. It's pretty tight and it keeps it from flying out. But I have an issue where if it's not fully pressed up against the car, my light will stay on, which will run the battery, like even when the car's not running. So that's been kind of an issue. But I think I managed to keep it tight enough to where the light will stay off. I did a, I'm pretty proud of my knot tying with that. And I didn't even know what the hell kind of knot I was tying. I was just like, let's see what can work. And I made something work. And so far, so good. But I didn't realize this. Last time this happened, I had to pay roughly 350 bucks to fix it. But I didn't realize that Ford actually did a recall on many of their vehicles for having this problem. Uh, broken door latches so that Ford has to replace it for free they actually have to replace all of my door latches for free because my car wasn't the only one doing this and my car fits the exact recall so I didn't know that the dealership that fixed it last time maybe they knew that but they wanted to get some money out of me I no clue but now I know that so this time it's all good but I have to wait for an appointment. So I got to wait for my car. It's just kind of chilling in the in my parking spot. So I'm doing a podcast. I figured I'm not doing anything. Might as well, right? I'm trying to pay attention to my... When I speak... I'm trying to not use placeholder words or sounds such as uh or like or you know or something like that that even might be a placeholder but i'm trying to i'm trying to let the gaps stay there let the placeholder noises not be <laughs> I'd rather just have a gap in between my sentences than than use those placeholder words. So if I catch myself, I'm going to go back, listen to the podcast, and put all the ones that I ended up saying at the end of the podcast, see how many I actually used. I, I don't think I used any yet. Maybe. I'm not too sure. I'm, I'm trying to get back in the recording flow. 
because my last podcast has gotten a lot of downloads. It's usually whenever I take a, a long break, the last podcast will just keep getting downloads, but all the rest will stay stagnant. But yeah, my last one, it, it's it's actually making me a small amount of money. It's weird to say that, but it's true. Because I have an ad running on that one, so every time someone plays it, I get a little piece of the pie. It's not enough to retire or anything or quit my day job, but it's it's something, you know. Maybe I can buy a Big Mac by the end of the month. But it's cool. I deleted my Instagram. My the the I had like three Instagram profiles. One for posting nature pictures, the other for my personal life, posting with my friends, things like that. And then I had one that was for the podcast. I was promoting it and putting updates like, hey, new episode. But I deleted that one because I was tired of keeping up with profiles. My Twitter bot is doing pretty good. I don't even tweet. I mean, I make the Twitter bot. I... Oh no, did I say a placeholder word? I said I mean. I don't know if that's a if that counts. No, I don't think it does. I don't think it it's a placeholder. But my Twitter bot, I created I gave it a whole list of quotes to tweet out every 2 hours. Quotes of famous authors and notable figures, public speakers, things like that. And it's already gained like, oh no, I said it. It's already gained a little over a thousand followers. And that's pretty cool. I Ideally, I would like it to get enough followers to where I can start putting affiliate links on the account and start directing my followers to buy certain books from like quotes that I'm that I'm taking from books, certain passages. And two, a thousand followers isn't enough. But if I had maybe 10,000, that would be a good start. I could probably sell like three books a month or something. I don't know, honestly. But what I have now isn't enough. But it, it would be cool to have that as a another source of income. That would be pretty cool. So the last two months, what's been going on in my life? Not much, honestly. I have read a, a good amount of books. In the last two months, actually, since I've been not doing podcasts, I actually have been reading quite a bit. I'm almost, you know, it's June, and I've almost read as many books as I did last year. Last year, I read, I think, 28 books. This year, I'm already at around 26, if I'm not mistaken. Mid-20s, something like that. My my goal for the end of the year is to get 40 books, so I that's I could get that by maybe September or something at the rate I'm going right now. 
I think the most books I read in one month was nine. That's a little bit much, you know. Uh, I don't... Unless it's all... Unless it's nine books on the same topic, I don't think nine books is... I think it's counterintuitive at that point. It's counterproductive to read nine books in one month. Because, especially if they're so wide-ranging in topics. Because you're just, you're not going to retain hardly maybe 5% of what, of the books you read. But there's one book in particular that I, that I really, that really stuck with me, which was this book called Breath, The New Science of a Lost Art. And it's just basically how to breathe properly. So ever since I read that book, I have been not necessarily doing breathing exercises, but I, I just breathe differently throughout the day. And also when I run and when I hike and just sitting down, which I just breathe from my nose pretty much all day. I, I'm no longer a mouth breather. And I started recording myself when I sleep at night. And I don't snore anymore. I stopped snoring ever since I started doing this. And that's just one positive result of nasal breathing. Also, it just helps. It just gives me more energy. More cardio, I should say. Like, oh, damn it. I did it. I probably already had a few of those placeholder words already. But I remember... I used to have terrible cardio when I would run on the treadmill and I th the treadmills at Planet Fitness let you, I'm sure most of them today, let you uh, measure your heart rate variability, like your beats per minute when you're running. And mine used to be like 180 when I was running, when I was really tr struggling to finish a mile or something. It was like up at 180, but now it's down to 120. And I I uh I give credit to the nasal breathing, a lot of that. It's very uncomfortable when you're running and trying to breathe through your nose. It doesn't feel right. You feel like you're not getting any air. It just feels very just weird. It's very uncomfortable, but you're not you're not losing energy. You're just uncomfortable, so it takes a while to adjust. But yeah, I I'm a nasal breather now, <clears throat> and I'm trying to breathe more from the belly, trying to collect more air down into my gut rather than from my chest. I was, I used to be, I guess I still kind of am, a, like a quiet talker, monotone speaker. And I read that it might be because you breathe into your chest rather than your belly, you know, your diaphragm. You don't get as much air collected when you breathe from your chest. So you got to make sure your, right below your rib cage is expanding when you breathe. And that's how you can get a, a louder voice without shouting. You can still be heard without shouting. So I'm working on that too. 
just I just been working on myself, kind of trying to create these these daily habits that don't really re- require much thinking. It just requires small reminders. You know, remember, remember to breathe from your nose. Remember to breathe into your belly. It doesn't require much effort. You do. You just. You just got to remember. And it's it's easy to remember. I mean, sometimes. But I I stop focusing on habits that require time and attention, and just focusing more on very small atomic habits where over time you just see yourself kind of becoming a better person in whatever aspect, in health, in uh, intellect, in wealth maybe. I haven't been reading many books on money, but I plan to. I've only read certain financial fitness books, you know, how to save and prepare for retirement, things like that. Microeconomics. But other than that, the last two months, it, it was kind of busy at the beginning. I, I might have still been working six days a week the last time I did a podcast. I'm not too sure. But for a while, I was, I was working six days a week. And for, for a few weeks, I was working seven days a week. But eventually got it down to six. And now I'm I'm at four. No, uh, three, actually. I work three days a week. And almost make as much money as I was when I was working six days a week. I've, I've created the perfect schedule where I have two part-time jobs. And one of them is... I'm, I, maybe I mentioned this in the last podcast. It's a Korean barbecue delivery place. I just drive around Salt Lake and deliver these sauces for a Korean fast food place. And it's super easy. I finish in four to five hours, average. Sometimes it can maybe be seven hours, but never more than eight, honestly. I do that in the morning from eight around 12 to one. And then that's Monday through Wednesday. And my other job, which is also... Monday through Wednesday, but it's really whenever I feel like it, is Amazon Flex, where you just take a small route for Amazon, maybe 30 to 40 packages, and just deliver them in your own car. And they generally go from, they go they go about three hours per route, but I, I'm fast enough where I can finish in two, so I'm getting paid 50 to 60 bucks for two hours of work. So three days a week with these two small jobs and you know it's it's close to maybe two thousand. And I'm not really trying to save money, but I am. It's enough, you know. Three days a week for almost two thousand a month, that's pretty nice. And I have four days to kinda do what else. I'm trying to camp more. I, w- I was planning on camping today. But I don't know with my car. I, I'm always... My biggest problem 
with going backcountry camping, especially in Cottonwood Canyon, is you're just leaving your car in a in a somewhere in a parking lot or just parking it somewhere, and it's just there all night, and people can just drive. And I've seen signs where it says it's a high crime rate. So if I just don't leave anything in my car, I don't I won't give anyone a reason to bust into it. Uh, it's it's just a little paranoid. I'm I'm a little paranoid, especially since my back right door doesn't close all the way right now. <sighs> I I should have just went anyway. I really need to get out in the woods for a day or two. Oh, that'd be nice. I try to go hiking at least once a week, but. I'm ready to go camping, do some actual camping. It's getting really hot in Utah. Summer hasn't come yet, but it's practically here. I mean, it's hot relative to Alaska maybe, but I'm not in Texas. I'm sure it's way worse over there, but I don't have to worry about Texas. I only have Utah to worry about, and it's plenty hot, especially since Utah's colder in the winter. The feeling you get in the summer is is pretty relative to Texas, you know? Because Texas doesn't get very cold. So you're kind of more acclimated to the heat whenever it does come. But Utah gets way colder than Texas. So you have to adjust to what's almost just as hot as Texas. So it's you could argue that the heat in Utah is worse if you're living here year-round. But it's dry. Depending on who you are, that's either good or bad. I haven't really had a nosebleed yet, so that's good. But how long have I been recording? Give me a second here, maybe. 18 minutes. Okay, okay. I don't have much else. I just figured I would do this again. It's been too long. I know you guys miss me. I know people are listening. And I'm not giving you my consistent episodes. I remember when I was doing my 30-day challenge. And I did only did 29 days. <laughs> I couldn't do the last fucking day. Jesus, John. But... Yeah, whatever. That's my life, baby. All right, I think I'm good. It's a good little re-re-reintroduction. So, yeah. Peace out, fellas and lady fellas.